0: Had these things on my heart. To be honest, don't hold any more as usual with the start. But, uh, I think think maybe, uh, bear with us. Read read maybe 1st over 1st Thessalonians. And then, you know. Then we'll turn over into 1 John, probably. I thought, I thought this week, uh, just seemed like a lot, like I say, a, a lot of things have been on our hearts, a lot of things have came up. But I just thought about this week a, a lot on salvation, on being saved. And, you know, and, and what, is, what is salvation? What is being saved? A uh, something Danielle's mom said uh, back to this to me when I was up there at the hospital seeing her granddad. She said, I didn't even know what being saved was, you know, till her man got together. Go. She said, I didn't know what that was. And you think about that and, 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 and realize a lot of it, you know, we're, we, we've grown up around and we've heard and we've known. And there's a lot of people that doesn't realize what that is. And, and I truly think sometimes even after we're saved, some of us, we, we need to ponder a little bit more on what we've been saved from and what God's done in our lives. But,
1: but, but through all of that and a lot of the, a lot of the thinking and meditating on that,
0: um, kind of come to some of these scriptures over in 1st Thessalonians, 5th chapter, uh, and, uh, read just a, just a, maybe just a verse or two here. In this is uh, probably start. Uh, let, let me start in about the sixth verse. He said, uh, uh, the fifth chapter of 1 Thessalonians.
1: He says, Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith. And love, and for a an helmet the hope of salvation. For for God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with Him. Wherefore comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. And, and I tell you just how God works in this. I, me this week, I this thing like the, the, the biggest thing is I is I got the pondering on some of these that I got on my heart was obtain salvation, and, and 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 I got and I got that on my heart, and I got to thinking in this scripture here in that ninth verse about how that God had not appointed us under wrath. He said he said but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. We're not appointed unto wrath. That's not the goal for God's, for, for this world and for, for, uh, for this human race. That's not the goal. The goal is that we obtain salvation. And, and I'm just saying, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know if, if Conley's ever said obtain salvation in this church before in his life. And he may not even remember saying it a while ago. But he stood here as he opened up for the service and, and, and me been struggling with this and those very words on my heart all week and he he said the very thing that God had on my heart. That we need to obtain salvation. You know what that means? Mark? it means to give. That means to have it. And that's what, that's what God wants for this world. And we go we go through our lives and we focus we focus a lot on, on, on the natural and all the worldly things. But you know what God's goal is for this world, for the world, for every human being? We're not appointed under wrath. But we're here to obtain salvation. To get salvation. I, I thought I thought on this as these scriptures, it's been a sermon on her heart. I've got to thinking and it went right back over into Genesis there when man was was cast out of the garden and, 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 and the flaming swords was put up there. And, and and the Lord said, Lest you you, you take reach forth, take your, reach forth with your hand and take of the tree of life, you'll not get back in there. And and let me read that, because I'm not going to quote it wrong. You, 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 we, we, it's up to us to take of this thing. We're not, we're not appointed in this. Bear with me just a minute. Bear. It's in the third chapter of the book of Genesis. In the 20, 22nd, he said, And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil, and now, lest he put forth his hand, and take also... Of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden. To till the ground from whence he was taken. And, and, and it, when it says lest he put forth his hand. And take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. In other words it, 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 we better realize that that, that through, through man's disobedience. There's a man making a choice that he wanted to take of something that God said not to take of, after that, we've got another choice to make. If we want to ever obtain salvation, then Mark, it's up to us to to stretch forth our hands and take of the tree of life. The devil brought, I, I thought, as I got to studying on this thing, I thought, you know what the devil did? The devil, he offered him temptation. He offered them something that they was not supposed to have and he lied to them to to get them to obtain sin in their life. To get sin in their life. The devil offered something. The devil gave forth lies and things and deceit to bring man to a place to where where he would bring sin into his life. You know what the Lord did? Offered the remedy for it. The tree of life. Just like if we read over there, the little serpents, Mike, as they come by and buy them over there in the Word of God, Daniel, uh, the Lord told Moses, He said, you take and you make a brazen serpent and you raise that thing up and if man will look to that right there, When they get bit, if they'll look to that right there, he said they'll be healed of it. And he said, just like the serpent Moses lifted up in the wilderness. He said, so shall the Son of Man be lifted up. And he said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. He didn't say I'll draw a few, but he's got that call going out unto all today. As you know, because we're not appointed as the wrath, but to obtain salvation. God don't want nobody to go to hell. I, I've thought as I've studied all these scriptures right there, as I got to thinking about that, I thought how that the Bible said, for God so loved the world. The world. I'm not studying and looking up on the world. Well, that can mean the earth. Do you know what else it means? The inhabitants of it. You know who that is, Isaac? Every man, woman, boy, and girl that's ever took a break. You know what the Word of God says? You know why the Lord came down here, Mike? To save like sinners. Paul said, I'm chief. You know what this world is? love. You know what it's inhabited by? A bunch of ungodly sinners. You know who Christ died for? For sin. Why? Because we're not appointed under wrath. The Bible said that hell it, it, it's happened to enlarge its borders. The Bible said that it's created for the devil and his angels. That's not where we're appointed to end up. We were created in the image of God for the glory of God. To give Him all honor. To give Him all praise. But we brought our ourselves, we brought sin into our lives. And man has created a place to where he got separated from God. But you want to know something? God didn't appointed us over that. You know what? From the beginning, God wanted man to be saved. God wanted man to be delivered. God wanted man to be in glory with Him. Amen. Our appointment is not with hell. Our appointment was with God in heaven to walk in the garden. That's why we was created. That's where we were appointed be you know what we brought we brought our plans into the mix, and our ways ain't God's ways. Our thoughts ain't God's thoughts. And when we brought that into the mix, we brought separation. But you know what? That never changed what God appointed us for. That never changed his appointment. But you know what he does? You listen to this. We studied a little bit in Sunday school this morning about the faith of Noah. And that's, I've I, I, I thought on faith.
0: I told you, just going to turn over to John. First John. To come down here
1: for no reason,
0: he sent his son
1: down here to me and me might have found salvation. You know what what being saved is, Linda? You know what that truly is? It's being delivered. It's being rescued. Rescued. If you look it up. To save is to rescue from evil, from from different things of that nature. It's being rescued from some terrible thing, destruction. That's what Jesus came to do, isn't it? He came to bring us out of the destruction that we were taking. We took ourselves for. He came to deliver. But we didn't even deserve it. In First in, in, in John, the fourth chapter, there's so much of this that, that that could go along with with this, but only a few verses that the Lord truly laid on our heart to read out of it. But you you read First John and, and all, all of these here. But the, but but in the fourth chapter, in the fourteenth verse, he said he said, and we have seen and do testify. That the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him. And he in God. And, it, 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 and what, I, what I thought about in this. Do you realize how many people say that, that, that they could never obtain salvation? That's that's where I got to thinking, and there's so many people uh, today think they've went too far, they've done too much, that God won't have them. But 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 every man has been created to obtain this. God wants all people to have salvation. God wants all people to receive that. The blood of His Son is, 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 is righteous enough. To save every man, woman, boy, and girl, it's not just limited uh, 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 to, to just a few, because we were not appointed anyway. but to obtain salvation, to be rescued from hell, from where we where we launched ourselves towards, where when man got cast out of the garden and by his own choice, mind you. By man's own choice, we chose something other than God to take of a tree of the knowledge of good and evil because we thought we were going to be like God. And I'm going to tell you today, that's the reason man is still reaching for that old sinful tree. Hey, I'm going to tell you, people still eating the fruit off of it. Hey, man today still reaching out and choosing the tree of good knowledge. Knowledge of good and evil. Man today still chooses to disobey God because we want to be like God, we want to run our own life, and we want to have what we want. Except we reach forth and take of the tree of life, we'll never obtain salvation from our own sins. We'll never gain access back into that wall with God. But that's not your appointment. God made a way He wants you to uh, obtain. He wants you to get and have salvation. Our people that's walked so far, if I could just, I wouldn't go into the sins of this person's life. But, to, but there's probably not a many a person that want to sit down with this person I'm thinking about
0: right now. It's a new where she and the things she's done. And this week I had an opportunity to invite her to church. And
1: I know, I've talked to her several times over the phone. I know what the devil tells me. I know what he he talks to her about. Doesn't make her think there ain't no way she can have this. But you know what? Her appointment's not with wrath. That's the lies of the devil. He gets them to protect he gets us to protect of that tree, because we think we want to be as gods. And once we took of it, we become just like Adam and Eve and we get ashamed and we go to trying to hide ourselves from the very health and hope of God.
0: I believe through the word of God about meeting a heart drunkard adulterous people that Jesus made his one by their hearts and called their name and delivered them out of where world, world. you know what that devil's a liar he tells everybody he tells that you can't have because he's have done too much
1: God wants us to obtain it. God wants us to get it. God wants us to have it.
0: There's
1: only a few that can get it. No, no, no. I'll read to you in a minute. There's only a few that can have this. He said. He said. He said. For we have seen, and we have seen, and do testify that the Father sent the Son. To be the Savior of the world. That's the inhabitants of this place, ain't it? That's who He sent him to save. And on down in the 5th chapter, in about the 4th verse, He said, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Now listen. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. you know how we overcome in this life?
0: The Lord gave us something.
1: I thought it was a study through this call about those, those, those men over there that the, 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 the Lord left them a town. And they were supposed to do something with that. And when he came back and they had not used it, he took it away from them. But those that had multiplied it, they gained even more. You think about something. The Bible says that he has dealt and gave unto every man the measure of faith. The measure of every man, under every man in this world, has been dealt the measure of faith
0: of the just, just bear with me. I'm gonna take my time this morning. This has been very serious on my heart. 12th chapter of Romans.
1: He said. In the third verse. He said for I say. Through the grace given unto me. To every man that is among you. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. But to think soberly. I I also want to touch on that. If you notice where I've been reading in several of these places. He tells us to be sober minded. And soberly. He wants our mind cleared on. He don't want nothing else interfering with that. But you listen to this. He says. But to think soberly. According as God hath dealt to every man. The measure of faith. God gave us what we needed to obtain His salvation.
0: He gave us what we needed to obtain uh, uh, His salvation. You just continue to
1: bear with me. Back over, back over in 1 John. I know I'm a jumping around this morning, but you just hang with me. In the 5th chapter, 1 John, he says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. You know what our faith is? It's the substance of things hoped for. And it's the evidence of things not seen. God tells every man the measure of faith. How, how much is the measure, preacher? It's nothing. You know how much the me measure is? It's enough. It's enough to believe that Jesus Christ came, that Christ came to save sinners, that he came unto the ungodly. It's enough to believe that he died for you. How do we obtain salvation? By faith. By trusting. By giving under something that we can't see. That's what i got to talk to you the others about this morning. You know, when you exercise your faith, it grows stronger. When you first ever got saved, you sat down and something's knocking on your heart, and it's beating on your heart. And you sat there, and you sat there, 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 and you think, what is pulling me to that altar? What is drawing me? And there's a media person will turn and walk away from that. But you want to know it? Those that will attain salvation will step out on faith. To gain righteousness in your life through faith, you've got to step out. And when you step out and make your way to an altar, hey, your faith gets made this. <laughs> the things that you hope for is right there to catch you. The things you can't see with your natural eyes it's right there to get a hold of you when you bow down in faith. When you realize that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth on Him does not perish but have everlasting life an eternity of life while we do. How beautiful that is of people that didn't
0: deserve it but the man was that up I'm going to tell you back years ago up at Bethesda I was a Sunday school teacher a teenage Sunday school teacher you know what we do all through the years every Sunday morning you take up an offering in our Sunday school class when Christmas rolled around, Shady up with the lines of clay, And I'd go
1: to him for names. And we'd find families in the community that had children that wasn't going to have Christmas. Never no greater joy in my life than to go to a toy store
0: and pick out something for young people I know wasn't going to have. Them.
1: And I'm not bragging in that, but that whole all those teenagers used to do that. And we'd all get together for a day, and we'd go out and we'd go shopping. We'd find out about how many boys, how many girls, how old they was, and all these different things. And if you have these things and watch their faces light up, they ain't never been nothing brought no more joy. I grew up. I grew up with not having lunch. I'm not saying that sounds good. But we didn't. we get one present usually at in, in, in Christmas. Day. And I know how excited I, how excited I was when i get something. Boy, ain't it something to give something to somebody to thinks they ain't never going to be able to have it? Why do you make a preach? I don't know what it's like to obtain something that I didn't earn. I didn't deserve that somebody just bought it for me. I thought of so many things to this. I was just a little old kid. I was a little kid, Samantha used to. You know, little old dingy gumball machines? Well, Why I was a kid, son, I used to think, when I get rich and I've got $100, I'm going to buy one of them where I can have all the prizes. <laughs> Do you know what I do every time we went to the store? No, give me a quarter, give me a quarter. Give me a nickel, give me a nickel. Give a clean hand and say, that just walk by, reach in your pocket and hand them a quarter and say, go over and get you,
0: something?" You know that young didn't have a
1: dime in their pocket to be able to go over and turn that little old latch and reach up in that hole and see what they got. That's a simple little old silly thought. I told you this morning. God told me to preach, and I told him I couldn't do it, and he said, I'll preach you," And he just gives me simple little old thoughts about stuff. But boy, he'll open up a few things to me through it. You know what? That time in my life, when I wanted salvation, I wanted out of the misery that I was in so bad, and I thought, boy, if I could ever just get to where I could have that peace in my life, where I could have that joy, if I could ever just get before I know what that felt like. And you know what? Somebody come by and they reached down and they gave me what it took to be able to go over and obtain that. that. Jesus Christ not only gave His life and opened the door of salvation, but He reached down and He gave me the faith that it took to be able to obtain it. Praise His holy name. An old sorry sinner that didn't deserve salvation was able to have it because of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Salvation's the most beautiful thing you'll ever lay your eyes on. We rescued. Being brought up from where you were. He does know better. It wasn't like I, I was headed to where I was just going to get hurt and scratched up. And you know where I was headed, Isaac Woody, to the hell. An everlasting, eternal damnation where the worm dies not. Weeping and gnashing of teeth. And he turned me up toward me. That's where I was headed. But the Lord let me have salvation. And all I had to do was take the faith he gave me, be measured. just the right amount, the measured. Why do you think he says over there in Isaiah, about the 55th chapter, Oh, everyone that thirsts, come by. Come take this. Don't touch Don't spin for the thing. Hey, th- 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 it's not prosperous. But you come and you buy what I've got. You don't even have to have a dime in your pocket. I'll pay for it. <laughs> Praise God Almighty! What a Savior we got, people. <laughs> they like somebody who don't deserve nothing, have it all. <laughs> That's all I want for our people. That's all I want for your husband. That's all I want for your brother. For your friends. For your friends. I want them to know what it's like to have something that you didn't deserve and to realize somebody loved you enough to give it to you. Not on the old keep calling me out the gumball machine. uh, uh My son's gonna get lost in the couch or get crushed in just a minute. No, I'm talking about another life and eternal, never dying, a, a salvation. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but he ain't one body, one one person that's left out of this. You're not appointed under wrath. No, but you're the paying salvation,
0: Mary. <sighs> <sighs> Found I was going. Over James. Preacher, he won't have me. He don't want me. He's got his chosen, he's got his elect. Yes, he does.
1: I'm here to tell you this morning God's got a chosen people. Preacher,
0: be careful. Oh, I'm very careful.
1: God's got a chosen people. He's got an elect. I've already been reading to you about it this morning. It's who so ever, It's all. It's everyone. We're all chosen. Why do not believe that? Well, you? you just keep believing what you want to. And I'm going to believe what God says. We're not appointed under wrath. We're here to obtain salvation. We chose in the garden of sin, and God chose to send a way out of it, that we could obtain His salvation. You listen here in the book of James. In the second chapter. In the fifth verse. Hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world? <laughs> Rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he hath promised to them that love him. Now who did he choose? He chose the poor of this world. Rich in faith.
0: that God gave him. We may be poor to these world standards, but we're rich in faith.
1: That's who God chose. Who's rich in faith, preacher? Well, who did He, who did he deal a measure of to?
0: Every man. We've ever won that rich in our life, we've ever won enough wealth in our life. It's just a coin if we apply and use it to be able get anything from
1: You've got $100 and you bury it in the yard and it'll always be
0: that $100. You take that $100 and you put it into some kind of account that's going to draw and you'll get it from
1: it. You take that face that God gave you and you bury it
0: in the ground. In your own flesh, you never going to see the riches that you truly got. God chose, God left you every man, every woman, every boy, and every girl. We're rich in faith. God dealt us every one of them to be
1: You know what they say, Isaac? Ground level at the foot of the cross. You know what that means? What did I read to you a while ago? Don't you let a man think, think more of himself than he ought to. To think that he's able to obtain something that another man can. There's a lot today out in this world that thinks that they can obtain salvation and somebody else can. not Oh no! Unto all who call on Him, unto all who believe, unto all who come to Him. Hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world, rich in faith? What does it take to please God? The Bible says it's
0: impossible to please Him without faith. He dealt us the measure of it. He gave us what it takes to have Him.
1: And heirs of the kingdom which He hath promised to them that love
0: Him. We're not walking in darkness. It's just up to the world whether they're going to stretch forth their hand and taste up the tree of life. Or they're going to just want the world's pleasure. Like Adam and Eve. And to, to be as God in their life.
1: You can be your own God. Hey, you, can, you, can, you can be your own God. You can go through this life and you can do what you want to do. That's a gift God gave you. If you want to count it is that's a that's a that's a a
0: choice God gave you if you do what you want to just move into the consequences when you do it. Because you're not
1: appointed unto wrath but to obtain salvation, but you can have wrath if you choose. I'll say this, you will have the wrath of God if you choose to. If you choose to turn him away, he said, those that that, 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 that blaspheme put themselves in danger of damnation of hell. You can make a choice in your life, and you can have
0: what you want. But are you sure you want what you want to have? Because the rich man
1: changed his mind when he opened his eyes in hell, didn't he? He didn't want the riches of this world. He didn't want the the, 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 the fine things of this world once he, got him. he had He had them a whole time in his years. Didn't want for nothing. There come a day in his life when he wished he had been that beggar sitting outside
0: just begging for a crumb. And he couldn't have it.
1: But then he begged. He did
0: back and my brother Doctor down Abraham said if they won't hear uh, uh, Moses and the prophets, they're not going to hear one come back from the dead. They're going to have to be like you, rich man. They're going to have to make a choice one day. There's people in hell today that are screaming out of that place. Tell my kids. Hell, my, my brothers. tell my sisters, not to come to this place. You know what? There ain't nobody coming back other than Jesus Christ and His Spirit to reveal itself under this word. Mm-hmm. And if they sit through service after service and they won't hear the gospel of Jesus Christ preached in the Spirit, they'll lift their eyes and heaven,
1: And it'll be on them.
0: Because I'm telling you, everyone can obtain salvation. Because it's not only unto us for wrath. God chose the poor. Rich in faith. That's what God laid on my heart this morning. I got some people I want to see. I just want to see him get a hold of this. Turn loose and they find this one thing right now, and find peace in Jesus Christ. Come up out of an altar with joy down into the soul. He's rescued. You ever seen somebody get rescued just from, from a tragedy or something that happened? You ever seen somebody? Well, I'm
1: going to tell you what, whoever, whoever drags them out or whoever. Makes a way for them to get out of whatever tragedy. They, they, they'll go the rest of their life trying to thank them. Tell them, every day you saved my life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know how I want to go to my grave and my mom? Thank
0: you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: You get around people like getting and say, this man right here saved my life. And they're going to tell you all about the story, won't they? I, well, whatever it was. I was in an early building. He went all the way in there and he drugged me out. Risked his own life. to save mine. You want to know something that gets around me? I want to tell them about a man named Jesus. That came down here and gave his life. Gave his life for mine. So that I could obtain salvation. What a God we serve, church. Amen.
0: That old harlot,
1: that old drunkard, and that old self righteous person that sits there in this place for good of Don't think so highly of yourself. We better consider who we are. We're all sinners on our way to hell. In need of a Savior. Mm-hmm.
0: You can have it. You're going to have to believe. You're going to have to tell them what he calls. And not turn him away. I'm thankful that they ain't the a person alive that ain't rich in faith. That ain't
1: got they ain't got that measure, the measure of faith. We quote it all the time God's no respect for a person. You'll see it, Isaac. If you going to have more than one young and Savannah. You give one a quarter, you know what you'll do? You'll
0: give the other a quarter. You
1: ever treated one of them any different than you did the other day? Dad? Yeah. Daniel, did you treated any of them any different than the other? Mike, did you treat your young? No. No, you don't. No, you don't want one of them to feel any less than the other. If you're going to give one of them something they like, you're going to give the other something they like. We used to, when it was Jack's birthday, we'd make sure to give Samantha a little old present where she didn't feel left out. If it was her birthday, we'd give Jack a little something we didn't want him to feel left out. Well, what a godly have. He didn't just give some faith to one and leave another out. He gave the same amount of faith to one as He did to the other. Why? Because He came to save sinners. Why? Because he came to save the ungodly. Why? Because he didn't choose one over the other. Say, so preacher, I go back to the Word of God where God made choices. I can too. But I'm going to tell you what, every one of them back through there had their own choices to make too. God told me to preach, and he didn't you mine. Does that mean he loves me more? Does it mean he loves you more? No. He had a purpose in every one of our lives. For the glory of God. Just like all through the Old Testament, when He chose out Israel over the others, did that mean He loved them? He, he, wanted, he wanted a salvation to come through the through the, 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 the through Jacob, through Abraham, through that lens. He wanted the Savior to come through that lens. They were a chosen generation of their time. But you want me to tell you something? Does he count them above me and you today? No. He is not a Jew which is one outwardly, but He is one that is one inwardly. Do you think Israel's got any more favor in the sight of God today than me and you do as born again children of God grafted into this thing? No, sir, no way. We're all part of the same kingdom. They've got to come in the same way me and you did. They've got to believe in the Son of God. They've got to believe in Jesus Christ. We're not rejoicing in this old natural world, the things of this world. I'm thankful I'm rejoicing in a risen Savior that brought salvation unto all men. You through faith. Through faith. I don't have to go over and stand in the tomb to believe He resurrected. I don't. I don't have to go over there and stand over there and you know those things happen. Would it be neat to see it? I can go live through it. That'd be, that'd be, be a neat thing. But You know what? I ain't never going over there. <laughs> I don't have to see it to believe it. Bill Banks was telling me the other day and I'll, I'll share this and then I'm done. He's telling me the other day he done some work for a Jewish man that was actually from over there. He used to be some some high-up fella in the. the singing in the temple over there and all this a he's telling him, he says, you know, he says, I watched some Christians come over there a whole lot of times. He said, when they get off of the plane, he said, some fellow will stand over there and say, right over there is where they're there, right over there is where this happened. He said, they people start shouting before they." And he said, you want me to tell you something? A lot of that's just a tourist trap. He said, half those places, they're telling them this stuff happened. They don't even know if it happened there." I'm like life shout right here in Leicester, North Carolina.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: because I know he's risen. Because I know he died on the cross. Because I know that for God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten Son. For who, preacher? <laughs> for whosoever we are. Faith is the substance of things hoped for in the evidence of things not for. Him. I'm glad I've got some better things down in my soul.
0: I don't have to I don't have to sleep with my natural eyes.
1: I've saved with the spiritual. I'm glad I'm
0: saved this morning.
1: I'm thankful that I obtained salvation.
0: Thank you for what I got when I didn't deserve it. That's what the Lord gives us this morning.